If you are ready to change the way people experience the transition to parenthood, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we interview postpartum professionals, academics and researchers, as well as parents with unique perspectives on postpartum. Whether you've been working with new families for decades or are brand new to postpartum care, we'd love you to join us. I'm your host, Julia Jones. Today on the podcast, we have Julie from Canada. Now, Julie, I will let you introduce yourself, but I just wanted to say that Julie is uh, one of our students in the collective, and she is uh, very experienced as a doula, and, uh, but has changed courses recently so, and, and been absolutely amazing at um, yeah, sharing her story in a very vulnerable and honest way and consistently supporting other people who are going through similar things. So I really wanted to invite Julie onto the podcast to share a little bit more of her story um, with everyone. So Julie, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Julia. Um, So I'm Julie, and uh, I have been a doula for 20 years now. I started out as a birth doula, and it's just really in the last year that I have shifted my focus to doing more and more postpartum support. So I still do some birth work, but um, I'm really loving the postpartum work. So um, yeah, that's me. (laughs) And how, how did you know that you needed to make that shift from birth to postpartum? What, what happened? What, what made you realize that? You know, what made me realize that actually was um, I had taken another course um, just through a college in my area, and they wanted us to do some postpartum in-home support um, as well as some, some birth support. So I was just upgrading my, um, my qualifications for our area. And um, I remember thinking, well, that's nice and I'll do it because those are the requirements. But, um, you know, I'm a birth worker, I'm a birth doula and that's what I do and that's what I love to do. And um, I would say it didn't take long really by the second home visit that I did as in, in the postpartum doula role, I was hooked. I just, I loved it. I could right away see the impact that I could have, um, for new families. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was, it, yeah, it was pretty instant. <laughs> <laughs> and so what did you do next when you realized that you wanted to do more postpartum work? How did you, yeah, what, what next steps did you take? So really the next step that I took was I started to really devour information that I could find on supporting women and their families um, during the postpartum period. Um, So I did read a couple of books, but the biggest thing that I did actually was sign up for the collective course. Um, I had seen your emails and your Facebook posts and I was already part of your email list and your community, but um, I remember just having such a hunger to learn more. And um, so that's when I sort of became interested because originally I thought, oh, I really like this Julia (laughs) girl. And I thought, I really like what she has to say, but I'm a birth doula. So, you know, and uh, so anyway, now now that I was like really hooked on doing the postpartum work and really interested in it, and it just really awaken something within me um it felt like I had come home like it felt like I had 
I knew that I was in the right field, but I think it's like, I finally found like the focus that I, I it was just such a perfect fit for me. And um, so I signed up for the collective course and I devoured it in like one weekend or something like crazy <laughs> like that. I don't know if you remember, but I went through it so fast. Um, and uh, what I loved was your philosophy. And um, yeah, I just, I was so drawn to the idea of postpartum being a transformational time for families. And so, um, you know, the courses that I had done really talked about postpartum support as just very like you just you show up you do a little bit of breastfeeding support you position yourself as an expert that gives advice and that that really that was fine but that wasn't yeah that didn't really light light me up like it just didn't you know and so um when i went into people's homes as a postpartum doula i thought yes there's something here and i need like i just had this curiosity and then when I, I just remembered that I had seen your stuff. And so I went out and I looked for you and I thought, yes, this is like the next, you know, progression in this work because I wanted it so much to be, I wanted to be able to bring some transformation and I wanted to have other tools. Um, yeah. So that's, that's it. Yeah, and I remember, I do remember you graduating from the course very quickly. I think some people get through the whole thing in like a week or 10 days. We have yeah. quite a few people who do that. Most people take a, a bit longer, but, but we do have a bunch who just love it and devour it yeah. like you did. Yeah. And I remember that being a big transformation, and I remember you sharing about that quite vulnerably, that, that shift from being an expert to being... Um, much more a, uh, I don't know what you would call the role, but a supporter of the woman as an expert and drawing out her own inner wisdom and intuition. So I don't know if you want to talk any more about that because I remember that being a huge light bulb moment. Yeah, I'd love to chat about that because basically when I found your course, I was still doing um, my required hours uh, for this uh, perinatal support worker program that I had taken um, through a college here in our province. And, um, yeah, I remember just thinking, Hmm, this is different from the approach that I've always learned and from, you know, a lot of things that I've heard and, um, but I thought I'm going to try it. So, uh, with one of my, um, with one of my clients, I decided to, listen more and talk less and really just, um, you know, encourage her that she had the answers. And uh, then I, yeah, it was an amazing, it was like, it was amazing. She, you know, we were talking about, I think we were talking about breastfeeding positions and she was asking me these questions. And instead of giving her the answer, I thought, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm going to, listen and acknowledge and ask her questions and in the end she knew the answer and she was so excited to have figured it out and it, I could see how empowering that was and I thought this is what I wanted it to feel like like this is the impact that I want to have on on mothers is I want to really build their confidence and I want to be able to walk away you know having them feel like they are capable and they're not necessarily relying on me to plug in all the answers. Like obviously there's times where, 
they genuinely need some information and we can provide that to them. But this is more about, you know, them trusting themselves and, and women are so capable and smart and, you know, dedicated. And so really it's just to draw that out of them and help them to realize that they have everything they need, you know, inside yes. of them. Yeah. So it's, it, that, that. Was, that was a game changer. And I just thought then I was really hooked because I thought this, this is amazing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so now it's been what, like maybe six or nine months. Um, I can't remember almost how long it's been doing. because I is think it almost a year. Yeah. I think I took the course in May or June and then I joined mm-hmm. the mastermind in August, I believe. Um, or maybe it was more like July. But anyways, it was somewhere in the summer. So we're getting close to a year since I did the collective course. Yeah. And so now in your work as a postpartum doula, and I know you're still doing births as well, but what would a regular week look like for you? Because a lot of people, when they start out on this journey, they have this same passion as you, but they can't picture where it's going to get them, where are they going to end up? So could you tell us what you do in a regular week as a doula? Absolutely. And before I do that, I just want to say that one of the things too that encouraged me to do postpartum work was I remember hearing you say, Julia, that you did daytime work. And um, definitely when I did the perinatal support worker course or other, when other studies that I'd done about postpartum doulas, there was a lot of talk about night support. And I thought, you know, that's not going to fit with my life and my family's needs, right? And so I started to explore what would it look like if I came to someone's house during the day for, you know, maybe three or four hours and what could I do for them and, and that kind of thing. So basically um, what a week would look like for me is I typically would have two on a really busy week. I might have three clients and then um, I probably spend between three and four hours at their home. It's usually daytime hours again, because I realized that I could do that (laughs) and I really, you know, so I just, I really structured my, my services around daytime hours and um, yeah, so I will, I will usually come to their house. Um, We'll usually have booked pre-booked a time. I'll come to their house and then um, I'll walk in and we'll say hello and how are you doing? And we'll chat. And usually I sit, down and I'll ask my client like how are you doing and I always ask what what is your biggest challenge right now and so we troubleshoot that and usually again it's just a matter of asking her questions back so that she can know that she has the answer Um, sometimes I'll make a few suggestions if if I think it's relevant but most of the time they've already figured it out they just need a bit of encouragement Are you listening to this awesome interview with a postpartum professional and thinking that this might be your calling in life too? Do you believe postpartum care could be a respected, valued and well-paid profession but feel frustrated and don't know where to start? Newborn Mothers Collective is online worldwide postpartum training and professional development with over a thousand students from 40 different countries around the world. We value human rights, scientific evidence, and diversity, and we'd love you to join us at newbornmothers.com. And then we talk about what we're going to do today. So 
Sometimes if mom is really tired, today is going to look like I'm going to spend some time with her baby while she naps. I usually always prepare some food. And usually I, so usually they, what, what happens with my clients is I have, um, like I use Dubsado and they have, um, so they'll have an intake process where they go through and they'll answer questionnaires about what their goals are, what their vision is, you know, if it's a postpartum only client, what was their birth like, that kind of thing. And then along with those questionnaires is a recipe selection. And those recipes are I've really created based or chosen based on their um, nutritional and healing properties for um, a new a newborn mom, as you would call them, like a, new, a postpartum mother who, you know, and, and her postpartum body. So, a sl- you know, the sluggish digestive system and all of that. So she's chosen all of that ahead of time. And we, so it's really great because it means that when I come to her place, when I come to her home, I already know what her goals are and I know what recipes she wants. I've sent her a grocery list already. So she's bought the ingredients. So I will cook right in her home. So I usually do a bit of cooking. I usually always bring her tea. If I'm there over a mealtime, like just before supper or over lunch I will serve her lunch um, and then um, the, the the number one thing that my clients do want to do is have time to go have a shower <laughs> so I'll hang out with baby while that happens and um, I tend to focus on the first six weeks after baby is born so that's when I really concentrate my my services, although I do work with moms who have older babies. But what that means is often babies are quite easy at that time. They're sleeping a lot. So I I am able to kind of supervise their baby while they shower, but also maybe, you know, mix a batch of healthy muffins for them or something at the same time. Um, I don't do a lot of um, housework. It's not really in my scope of practice. I'm not really a like I don't, I'm not really um, a housekeeper, but um, I'll certainly, you know, clean the kitchen after I cook for them or those types of things. But a lot of it is talking and I've done some really fun things with clients. Like I had a client who had a birthday, like within a week after she had the baby. So she picked out a recipe and asked me to bake her her cake. So I baked her a birthday cake and she was so thrilled. And that, um, you know, I had, helped other another couple get ready for their valentine's day in you know at home dinner and she was like what should we do and so you know helped them kind of figure out how they could stay home and so they did takeout or you know it was really cute and then um the birthday mom i actually painted her toenails too and that was really great because that's the only thing she really wanted for her birthday so I mean, obviously, those are not necessarily the things I would put like on my list of services. But I think it's just anything that you can do to help moms like Julia, you always say like, what brings you peace and joy. So I ask them of that a lot. So if it's painting your toenails, you know, that's what you'll do. Yeah, I love it. It's sort of like having a big sister or a best friend or something, Mm -hmm. you know, I would love that service myself, someone to just come and do whatever's going to make me feel, you know, nourished and whole and loved and Mm -hmm. supported, whatever it is on that day. And often it isn't what we expect. (laughs) Right, exactly. So I've done foot rubs. Um, I usually have mums insist that I 
uh, eat a little bit of something with them. And I try not, I try to, you know, I usually have my own food with, with me, but sometimes I think they just, they just, so sometimes I'll eat my own food with them and sit with them, but I think they just want the, the interaction. Like there's this bonding that happens over a meal, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and, um, yeah, so that's mainly it. We do a lot of talking and a lot of just, I do a lot of listening, really. Um, and then I'm careful not to step out of my scope. So whenever there's anything that makes me feel like they could use a talk with a counselor or something like that, I will definitely refer them out. Um, but a lot of it is just, they're working things through. And it's nice to have another adult that they trust that they can talk out loud, talk it through with, you know. So a lot of it is that. Um, definitely moments of tears and just comforting moms that are frustrated if, if they're having challenges with breastfeeding, that kind of thing. And it, trying to refer them to other professionals that can help um, and just really maybe trying to be part of a, a, a team in the community, you know, and bring people together to help them whenever I can. So, yeah, so that's it. It would be um, two to three client visits in a week is, is, is a lot for me. And that week might include a presentation at a prenatal class. Um, or I try to do a lot of different presentations or workshops. And uh, I'm trying to think what else would happen during the week. And then, yeah, you know what, a lot of just spending time on the client portals, reading questionnaire answers and interacting with people. Um, there's a little bit of texting back and forth that happens with my clients, but um, not a lot. So they'll be only if they have a pressing question or something, <laughs> mm -hmm. or if we're working on something and uh, they've forgotten what I said or that kind of thing, you know, but I leave yeah. notes and I leave recipes for them and things like that. Oh, I love it. And how do you feel that you get paid for this? Because everything you've just described to me, I would love doing that work. I do love doing that work. And I bet there's a lot of people listening at home who think, wow, that just sounds like a dream job. Surely that's not a real thing that you can get paid for. Oh, it's amazing. I, um, you know, I used to, yeah, I didn't even break even before when I used to do my birth work. And now that now that I've had the courage to really, um, you know, charge prices that reflect my time and my effort, my training, my expenses, um, you know, it's, it's, it's more rewarding, I find, because it just feels like I'm valuing them by doing the work that I do and investing my life in this career, if you want to call it that, or this calling, and they're valuing me by you know, compensating me for it. So it's, it feels like, it feels like a good exchange, you know, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing to get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I know that's been a big shift for you over the last year as well. It has, it, it has, yeah. yes. And I would always feel like just so depleted, you know, just charging very minimally and feeling like frustrated and having trouble you know, making ends meet um, within my own business. And now that I've, you know, raised my prices to a place where I feel I'm comfortable and it reflects the value of my services, um, it's, it's so much better. Like my business is way more enjoyable. 
And um, I've been able to invest in systems and things that I really desperately needed to simplify the work. So it's been, it's been good. And I think um, it's been really fun and really interesting to see how people who get it and really value what I do, um, they're just happy to pay me the, the fee. <laughs> yes. you know? And it feels like, again, it feels like a fair exchange. It's not, you know, they don't feel taken advantage of. I don't feel taken advantage of. So it's great. And the only other thing I think might be interesting for listeners to know is that you have seven children. So, <laughs> you know, and that's a lot. And so you've still managed to fit this in around them. And you've talked a lot about creating work for yourself that is sustainable. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, c could you talk a little bit about how that's also been part of your journey? Right. Um, so that's part of doing the work during the daytime is because I want to be home in the evenings and overnight for my kids. Um, and I mean, that is really a side benefit of shifting my focus to postpartum work because it is, it is a bit easier on families than being on call. And um, yeah, I've just learned to create some pretty clear boundaries within my business in terms of how many clients I want or can take. Um, in terms of when I'm available for clients and then, um, you know, there's days where I block off that I'm just home because I know that that's a really busy day for our family or that I haven't seen my kids in a couple of days very much and I need to be home. And so really even that's where the systems come in. I'm able to, you know, book in advance these days off and it's been, uh, it's been good. Yeah. So I have five at home and two that are um, adults and live on their own, but they still call home and still, <laughs> still need to chat with mom. So um, it is a lot to juggle. And I think, Oh, the other thing too is um, reaching out for support for myself. So practicing what I preach. So I hired a cleaning uh, lady who is also a friend and that's been amazing. Um, and just asking people for help and learning to ask for help myself has been really helpful. I'm just kind of repeating myself, but you know, it's been amazing because I've learned to um, practice what I preach. Right. And uh yeah, and it's allowed me to be more present for my own family and to still do the work, but still be a mom. And sometimes it's messy, but uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's we worth get the effort. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's worth the effort. And in valuing myself enough and saying, you know what, I'm worth helping out and supporting so that I can do all these things that I feel called to do, motherhood, uh, postpartum doula work, that kind of thing. Um, I think it's really important to walk, to live out your message, you know, and that's what I'm telling other moms, like ask for help and you're, you're, you're worth it. You know, you're worth helping and supporting through this transitional time. So um, I think that's been key is for me to live that out. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. So if there's anyone listening at home thinking, Oh my gosh, how does Julie do this? And I want to do it too. <laughs> What are your top tips for other, other people who are or want to be um, postpartum professionals? So, um, so top tips would include definitely um, in, invest in some systems, some business systems, because they are major time savers 
and uh, so helpful. And then the other tip, which uh, is something I just mentioned, would be to uh, definitely, um, like if you need cleaning help, like definitely reach out and ask for the help and support that you need so that you are not running ragged. It's never, ever worked well for me when I was spread too thin to actually support other people because I never felt like I, I did it well because I was, I didn't have enough, you know, I didn't, I wasn't full enough. And um, so you definitely ask for help. So those would be my tips and don't get discouraged, you know, when your when your client list changes and you've got busy seasons and slow seasons because it's all part of the journey um and it doesn't reflect doesn't doesn't reflect the value of what you're offering and it doesn't have anything to do with you know your value as a as a postpartum doula so <laughs> that's what yeah. i ask. I love that because there are inevitable ups and downs in life, mm-hmm. aren't they? So being mm-hmm. able to ride that wave and, and stay calm and focused and on track, it's, it's essential. Great. Thank you so much, Julie. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add. Um, just thank you so much for having me on, Julia. And I'm just really, I always love sharing about this journey. And, um, you know, you're a, you're a big part of, of, my, of my beginning story into this work. So I just, I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate you. Thank you, Julie. I've absolutely loved working with you over the past year. And I'm sure that a lot of people listening to this will have found it so um, insightful and, and, you know, helpful, nourishing, inspiring. So thank you so much for sharing your story and thank you for being part of Newborn Mothers Collective. Okay, great. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Here at Newborn Mothers, we believe that every family has the right to high-quality postpartum care. If you want to join us, learn more at newbornmothers.com. And if you like this podcast, we'd really love you to leave us a five-star review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.